Good morning, everyone. Bang, bang. Everyone is well aware of my bullish outlook on Bitcoin as the next global reserve currency. The digital application of sound money principles appears to be the solution to many of the world's most difficult economic issues at the moment. Contrary to popular belief, though, I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist. I believe that there will be many different digital technology innovations that occur over the coming 10 to 20 years. One of those innovations is in the digital art space, where I foresee a seismic shift from analog art to digital. Just as Bitcoin is superior to gold as a store of value, I believe digital art is superior to analog art. Which blockchain this occurs on will be debated by the market, so I won't waste time discussing that here. Another innovation that I've been bullish on for years is tokenization. You've probably heard me say that every stock, bond, currency, and commodity will be tokenized. This mantra encompasses many different ideas, but the core belief is that the assets and market participants will remain the same, while the technology form factor will improve. I've explained this idea before using the following framework. Up until the 80s or 90s, there was the analog age of securities. From there until about 2017 or 18, there was the electronic age of securities. And now we're headed into something I call the digital age of securities. The analog age of securities required physical assets, stock certificates, mortgages, etc. The electronic age of securities required electronic QCIPs to serve as the representation of the physical assets, which remained in centralized custody. So something like DTCC. These electronic QCIPs move from one centralized database to another and require lengthy and inefficient settlement procedures. But with the digital age of securities is where we are now. It is still really, really early. The writing is on the wall, though. The idea of market participants trading tokenized stocks, bonds, currencies, and commodities seems like a foregone conclusion. The technology is better. It provides cheaper, faster, and more efficient trading for investors. Digital assets open the financial system to a broader set of global participants. And now it appears that government regulators are starting to see the same future that I've been talking about. According to Yogita Garti of The Block, quote, in a webinar hosted by the Chamber of Digital Commerce on Friday, Clayton said all stock trading is today electronic compared to 20 years ago. In the past, there were stock certificates, and today there are digital entries representing stocks. It may be very well the case that those are all become tokenized, said Clayton. The webinar was titled Two Sides of the American Coin, Innovation and Regulation of Digital Assets, and it focused on what is needed to grow the blockchain and crypto space. Brian Brooks, the acting comptroller of the currency at the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, also participated. Both Clayton and Brooks said that they welcome innovation in the crypto space, but of course, within regulatory frameworks, end quote. This is important to hear Jay Clayton and Brian Brooks focusing on this talk track. It shows that they are not anti-Bitcoin or anti-crypto. They see the potential for innovation and positive impact. It appears that they just want to see working products that follow the existing legal framework. Here's my favorite prediction about how this is all going to unfold. I believe the SEC is eventually going to mandate every company in traditional exchange to tokenize the securities that are traded in the market. This would allow regulators to become proactive in their security law enforcement and would save them enormous amounts of time, money, and energy. It is inefficient and costly for two investors to do something that breaks the rules, then have the SEC build a case and enforce the law. In this digital age of securities, the law will be written into code and specific actions will be prevented from occurring. The easy example I always use is the following. First, early, every investor's digital wallet will have some specific information associated with it. Are you accredited? What geography do you reside in? What are you allowed to own or not allowed to own? Second, every asset or security will have specific information coded into the token. Who issued the asset? Is it only available for accredited investors, non-accredited investors? Are there certain geographies it can trade in? Are there limits on how much someone can own, etc.? And third, as one investor wants to buy or sell an asset, the code will instantaneously check and confirm that the transaction meets all the regulatory requirements. This will prevent illegal or ill-advised transactions while ushering in a more efficient system for the market. The key to this vision is that regulators will actually be creating a safer, more efficient marketplace by mandating the transition to digital assets. Most people question whether the regulators have the power to mandate something like this, but we have seen them do similar things in the past. 
They mandated the use of the Edgar database, and they mandated the inclusion of XML technology as well. There is little difference in mandating the future implementation of digital assets. Every asset will still be the same stock, bond, currency, or commodity, and every market participant will be the same, but the assets will simply be in this new technology form factor. So what are the hurdles to having this world built? The easy one is time, and the hard one is technology. Creating innovative technologies like we are discussing today take an inordinate amount of time. You need smart people who are well-funded, working for years to build a system that can work at global scale. If you're going to be handling trillions of dollars of transactions, then you better make sure you have something set up and operating properly. The technology hurdle is much more controversial. Everyone is financially incentivized to believe that their blockchain of choice is going to be the winner. If you ask me, I'll explain why I believe the most secure chain, Bitcoin, will ultimately be the home for transacting any asset. If you ask an Ethereum believer, they will explain all sorts of things about DeFi and other Jenga tower related assets. And if you ask someone who is working on a different chain, they will scream about some technical component or advantage they believe they have. Ultimately, no individual's opinion matters. The market will decide the winner. This disagreement on the future winner is exactly how markets get made. Some people will be right and some will be wrong. Some will create enormous fortunes. Others will destroy wealth. It is a cycle that has happened over and over again whenever there is technological innovation. While the debate about where will it happen rages on, one thing is very clear. Every stock, bond, currency, and commodity will eventually be tokenized. Don't believe me? You probably didn't know that the largest HELOC-backed bond in a decade was recently settled over a blockchain by one of our portfolio companies, Figure Technologies. From a quote from the Bloomberg article, Mike Cagney's blockchain lending startup Figure Technology has provided collateral for the biggest bond backed by home equity lines of credit since the American housing collapse over a decade ago. The $308 million unrated securitization was sponsored by alternative real estate finance firm Saluda Grade and priced earlier this week. The offering is the second securitization of Figure originated loans and one of the first asset backed securitizations to be completed entirely on the blockchain. The HELOC loans backing the deal were originated, serviced, financed, and sold on Figure's affiliated blockchain provenance. Figure, a non-bank lender, has originated more than $1 billion of HELOC since its founding in 2018 and expects more demand for the product as the large traditional banks retrench, end quote. So this is just a matter of time before this becomes commonplace. And remember, even the regulators are starting to talk about it publicly now. That's it for today, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.